0: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Good evening.
1: You're listening to Straight Talk with Dean and Mark. We thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy another episode of our show.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Dana Mark. It is a nice and warm 72 degrees here in the great state of New Jersey. But it's been a couple of weeks and we need to catch up and see what's going on. So it's the six man Dane Geronimo and from NJ to NC, I'm in the studio with my right hand man, Mark Lee. So Mark, tell me what's good in your neck of the woods, my brother.
2: Well, you know, like you said, getting the better and getting back to work and things of that nature, trying to grade papers again for that company that I worked for, Measurement yeah. Incorporated, even though they were doing a whole days of training. And then they were like, oh, we didn't tell you the papers aren't loaded yet. So we got to oh. wait and see and all of that. But I did understand that they are now in the system. So hopefully there'll be a little bit of work there in that uh since and all of that, but then uh, the place has been having a lot more activities. Um, actually, was over there yesterday, and they were having a dance class, and they were having um definitely African dance. They were having um brown and ballet. They were having um a lot of other things that have been going on. Matter of fact, the place has been jumping because uh, wow. yesterday. Um, was it yesterday? No, Sunday. A good friend of both mine and yours was in town, that being the Dasan Ahanu, part of Mm. the great poetry community and all of that. He was actually doing a recital of uh, some civil rights leaders or a civil rights leader talking about women's rights and all of that as part of the symphony performance that also featured the works of uh, Pauline murray and uh, some japanese uh music at least i think it was japanese i know it was definitely um that kind of asian style and all of that so that was going on then we had a all women's uh group that performed on saturday called jazz girls which is connected to lenora helms hammonds or maybe i've got the name backwards the last and the middle and all of that but that being said she is uh got this thing featuring a whole lot of great female instrumentalists and vocalists because they were up there just jamming off of some classic uh jazz tunes like bye bye birdie and others but they were just having a good old time and we were enjoying that show because they had shauna tucker um serena wiley who was a very talented horn player um also uh shauna tucker like i said is on the um cello and uh, those kind of instruments they had a stand-up bassist a keyboardist a drummer and they also had um sheena sheena Martin, i believe is her name and everything okay. but they had her on and she's one of the Horn players and all along those lines, so they were just jamming and having a good old time in that
0: sense. <laughs> and,
2: you know, while you were gone, they also I think it was about two weeks ago. It was during your off time. We had a folks that were recording of all things a Christmas album. I think that was about two weeks ago, and that was the uh, folk singers that were in that town and all of that. And you know, it being the Haytai Center, even young people be finding out about the Haytai Center because we got a call. Okay. Or listen the leadership got a call and they called me and said, can you work on um, the Monday, not just past Monday, but the Monday before, because we're going to have a special concert and everything. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And it turned mm-hmm. out that Cornell University Glee Club somehow found out about the H.I., and they came to do a performance. So they were stopping. I think they stopped in Virginia. They definitely were on their way to do a joint concert with Morehouse, which I think they have already done and everything. But yes, this was a group of students from Cornell University and part of their glee club. And like I said, had the pleasure of talking to some of those students and really enjoying that and everything along those lines. I did have some shocking news with the dance class and all of that which caught me off guard and I oh. guess I'll just I guess I'll just mention it since uh, we always talk about all kinds of interesting things. But let's just say that a certain um, person that we both know and that we both associated with and all of that cuz they actually helped us in the beginning start this platform is uh back in town because they were actually taking the dance class so i didn't even know they okay. were back in town but they are back in this area and all nice. of that so they were taking the dance class with their kiddos and all of that So, at least some of their
0: <laughs> so yeah, they walked up to all me yeah it's, it's been an interesting couple of weeks since since we've been gone yeah. and you know the first thing and i i know i'm not going in a specific order but uh so now Supreme Court Justice Katanji yes. Brown Jackson. Totally, totally, totally first black female to grace the highest court in the land. Congratulations.
2: Totally and, deserves those congratulations and that's actually changing somewhat the balance of the court in the sense of yes. gender, not so much in the sense of Republican and Democrat or right and left and all of that, but definitely in terms of gender, because I want to say that somebody told me, and you can double check it, that I think we're at eight and four. So it might be four women on there and eight men, because definitely she is joining Amy Cohen Barrett, um, Sandra Day O'Connor, and it seems to me that there's one other one that I am missing. So it seems to me, but double check my facts and everything, but I think we're at eight and four. Not nine and three, but either way, that is a significant amount of ladies that will be making some very important decisions, especially considering the fact that a lot of the decisions that are about to come about are dealing with women's rights and all of that. Whether it's Roe versus Wade, whether it's some of these uh, states, and you know, having some very restrictive rules around abortion. Because I've been watching what's been going on in Oklahoma and Texas, and there's even a young lady, 26 years old, that has already been convicted of one of those crimes and everything. And the last I heard, there was some doubt as to whether it was actually her having the abortion or that she was aiding a friend. But either way, she was facing some serious jail times because of the new laws that exist in Texas and all of that. So people are trying to be unfair towards the women and trying to like say what they want to do with their bodies, even though it's not their bodies, it's the ladies bodies. But you know, mm-hmm. some folks want to have this attitude that they can be in control of something that does not belong to them. I know that sometimes yeah, yeah. when us guys get in a certain way with our lady friends, we like to claim that we own it. But at the end of the day, we yeah. don't own. Jacks. We don't.
0: We don't own a damn thing. <laughs> and and, and looking <laughs> looking this up real quick, there are nine justices on the Supreme Court. Um, there are five males. All right. So I was right. Claren- Clarence Thomas, Stephen Breyer. Brett Kavanaugh, Neil Gorsuch, and Samuel Alito, and then okay. there were four females: Sonia Sotomayor, Amy Coney Barrett, Elena Kagan, and now Katanji Brown Jackson. So, okay. well,
2: it, I forgot about Elena, and I had forgot about um, uh, and I guess Sandra Day is no longer there anymore, but I forgot about no. Elena, and I forgot about um. The other one that you just mentioned even though i've heard her name used before sonia sotomayor so it's a nice uh-huh. little mixture of uh ethnicities as well so we yeah. get a yeah. nice mixture of ethnicities also and i don't know where i got 12 from but yes that is definitely well, going on you know on. what
0: it's something that that's a good trivia question for people because i knew that there were i thought it was 12 too but there there's nine and i guess they do that so it's a five to four or four to five whichever way it goes you know and there's a tiebreaker. there's no there's no tie right you know what i mean there's no tie at all
2: no so, tie at all so you're gonna, right. have, you're gonna have a majority one way or the other and all of that so definitely that.
0: Mm-hmm. and so, then then what i saw on the ship because you know Kind of roaming around the ship taking pictures that first night we pulled off on a sunday the 27th so we ended up you know at sea coasting cruising i'm going around the ship taking pictures of the ship as i do when we go on the cruise ships i do that that first night and i walk into that, theater, that one theater room and they were showing the grammys i mean not the grammys the oscars so you, you so i'm standing there you know i'm killing time my wife is You know, she's hanging out in the room because that's what she likes to do that first night. Just relax. Do absolutely nothing. So I'm like, let me get my pictures in before it gets hectic and people start milling around. And I can't get those shots with no one in them that I like to get. And I'm watching for a little while. And then I see it. But on the ship, there's not a delay. So I Mm -hmm. guess they were getting I don't know where they were getting the feed from. But I saw it and heard all of it without any bleeps or anything. Right. So, you know, there was no five. I guess it was a five second delay. But somebody was already, you know, outside taking a smoke break or something. And, and I was like, now, I know I didn't see what I thought I saw. But I saw what I knew I saw. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things like, okay, this is going to turn out bad. And sure enough, it's been an interesting couple of weeks, man. Like,
2: well, now you know we got um, what I think a ten year ban, and before yeah, you know, um, back into the Oscars. So he has well, just for ten years or something the, like that is what I think I heard.
0: The way I, the way it reads, the way I comprehend it is, you can't come to the party for ten years. Right. Okay, so after the Oscars in twenty thirty two, you're welcome to come back. They didn't say he couldn't win an Oscar. They didn't, you know, saying he resigned from the board. So he took himself out of being able to vote for anybody else. He cannot vote
2: because he, and they did not say he could not win. But they didn't say
0: he couldn't win. So if he were to win, someone else will have to accept it on his behalf for the next 10 years. But he's been going through a lot of stuff. And, And, you know, at first, as we do. Yeah, It it becomes a life of his own, and it was like, well, he was protecting her. I'm sorry. I've been with my wife 21 years, and you know what? My wife, even if I were to get up to do something like that, she would be like, hold on. This is the biggest night of your life. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool and go up there and mess this up. He had no—she He, would have gotten in my ass, man. I mean, just— I just think about that, and I'm like, "Where's his protection to keep him sane?" You know, she's she had already been on the red her red table talk talking about you know her head being bald. Actually, the joke will laughed at it at first, and then all of a sudden he turned into somebody else, went up there slapped the man, and you have to take you know you you technically when you strip it all the way down. People can say what they want, and, and growing up in the South, we both have, you know, it's one of those things where it's not what they call you is what you answer to, and exactly. also you have to have thick enough skin. That is a comedian. He gonna joke. That doesn't mean is that you for real. If that's you for real, then yes, take it personal. But you know, if that's not you, long long. right? Y'all, they put their own business out there. I hope they did not think that anyone was not going to scrutinize it. But then, after all about a week of back and forth, people arguing about this, oh, if she had cancer, would you joke on it if I was a comedian? Yeah. You know what I mean? And how would he know, even if he did know? If he wanted to make a joke about it, if you that thin-skinned, don't sit in the front row. that's the the one thing i'm saying
2: don't sit in the front
0: row people when you go to comedy or you know a comedian's going to be there please do not sit in the front row you will be a target whether you want to or not and your best bet is to go ahead and laugh and let it go but then she says i didn't need any protection and i think what will did was wrong now i don't care how wrong i am my wife would not throw me under the bus like that you know i mean under the bus hell no, she would cuss me out behind, you know, when we get back to the house, oh, I'm going to get it. She gonna, She's not going to let me just go to bed and everything's going to be okay. I'm getting cussed out. I'm getting yelled at for not being uh, smart enough to, you know, even if I did feel some type of way, to pull him to the side later on and say, look, man, you know what? That joke was kind of in poor taste, bro. Why? Explain to him why. Either he's going to say, man, dang, I'm sorry. Or he's going to say, hey, man, it was a joke. Deal with it. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to still love my wife. My wife's still going to love me, you know, but they just it's almost like she I don't want to be associated with this. She never once said I was mad at the joke. She never once said that.
2: Yeah, it's very true. She never said
0: that at all. And then when you see the other angle of it after he uh, Chris Ross gets slapped and Chris Rock said, did Will Smith just smack the shit out of me? And she laughs. so you know i can't be that mad because if you're that mad most people would just get up and leave like we out i'm making jokes on man making jokes on my wife man i'm out I'm, i'm i'm leaving i don't have to deal with this you know but people do what they think is right at that moment and then they have to deal with the consequences that come with whatever happens after you do it that's just the way of the world, you know, and some people want to make it a racial thing and all of this, but. No, it was not a racial think, thing. You, you can't know. make I it racial. I Those didn't, was two I didn't, black I
2: didn't originally think it was an acting thing, because I thought it was about Hollywood and some of it, and I thought it was their way of trying to come back on the scene, because they had some horrible ratings, and I don't know if their ratings have totally improved, but everybody was talking about it for weeks on end and still talking about it. So I did think that it was 80s set up uh, from the Jump Street, and, but now I'm starting to have change of mind. And ironically, we know somebody connected with the Oscars and everything, but if you heard a voice, and you heard a female voice during the Oscars as you was watching them, that mm-hmm. was actually Janora McDuffie. And Janora McDuffie oh. is the sister of Jatofi McDuffie, who does The Gamers then mm-hmm. and also hangs out on some of our other platforms as well. But that is his acting sister, who lives in California with her significant other, because she's part of that LGBTI community and everything, but Mm. they are there in that area. I think they're married. I think they had a marriage ceremony, but they are over there in that area, and she has been on everything from, I think, Grey's Anatomy to a couple of other successful TV shows, and now she can add Oscar commentator to her things that she has done and all of that. Yes. I'm actually and I know we've been having all kinds of ins and outs. So I gotta return a phone call and everything. So I'm going to just pop off really quickly and let hear what you are saying and all of that. <laughs> I will be going, I'm gonna turn off the camera while I answer this phone call really quickly. And okay, but I'm still in the house and I've got some questions to ask you about shootings and other things.
0: Okay, my brother. Well, you know what? We're gonna take this quick news minute, man. You know, um Actually, today, uh, our hearts go out to the family of actor and comedian Gilbert Godfrey, passed away today at the age of 67 after a long illness. Um, his family confirmed it today. And Godfrey, who became known for his shrill voice and roles in Aladdin, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and as the voice of the Aflac duck in the commercials, died Tuesday afternoon of recurrent ventricular ticardia caused by myotonic dystrophy, type 2, longtime friend and publicist Glenn Schwartz said in a statement. The comedian's family shared news of his death Tuesday in a post on his Twitter account, and they said, we are heartbroken to announce the death of our beloved Gilbert Godfrey after a long illness, his family said. In addition to being the most iconic voice in comedy, Gilbert was a wonderful husband, brother, friend, and father to his two young children. Although today is a sad day for all of us, please keep laughing as loud as possible in Gilbert's honor. Now, the heart rhythm condition is caused by irregular electrical signals in the lower chambers of the heart, according to the Mayo Clinic. In some cases, the rapid heartbeat caused by ventricular ticardia can prevent the heart from pumping enough blood into the body, leading to shortness of breath, lightheadedness, loss of consciousness, and even cardiac arrest goffrey first came to national attention with frequent appearances on MTV and in a brief stint as a cast member of NBC's Saturday Night Live in the 80s. He also did frequent voiceover work in children's television and movies, most famously as the parrot Iago, if you remember that. Um, that's Disney's 1992 film, Aladdin. Okay, now, Gilbert's brand of humor was brash, shocking, and frequently offensive, but the man behind the jokes was anything but Frank Sandopadre, Gilbert's friend and co-host of Gilbert Godfrey's amazing, colossal podcast, said in a statement. Those who loved him and were fortunate enough to share his orbit knew a person who was sweet, sensitive, surprisingly shy, and filled with a childlike sense of playfulness and wonder. Now, Godfrey's brash humor didn't always work (laughs) in the comedian's favor. Um, Aflac, a prominent insurance company d- dumped him back in 2011 after he sent offensive tweets following, a, um, a devastating issue that, that took place and we remember him. We laugh with him, and now he has become an ancestor. So Gilbert Godfrey passed today. Um. They also said Seinfeld star Jason Alexander, who appeared with Godfrey in the animated series Dilbert and the Baywatch spoof sitcom Son of the Beach, took the Twitter to mourn him. He said Gilbert Godfrey made me laugh at times when laughter did not come easily. What a gift. I did not know him well, but I love what he shared with me, my best wishes, and sympathy to his family. So we've lost quite a few uh, comedians. Bob Saget passed away. Louis Anderson passed away. You know, Saga died of head trauma in January. And uh Anderson died of complications from cancer also in January. Man. It... Now New York Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin resigns after arrest and campaign finance scheme. Wow. They just won't stop, man in battle. Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin resigned Tuesday. Just hours after he was indicted by federal prosecutors in Manhattan on a five corruption-related, on five corruption-related charges that alleged he attempted to trade a state grant for campaign contributions. I've accepted Brian Benjamin's resignation effective immediately. Well, while the legal process plays out, it is clear to both of us that he cannot continue to serve as lieutenant governor, Governor Kathy Hochul said. New Yorkers deserve absolute confidence in their government, and I will continue working every day to deliver for them, she added. Hochel, who picked Benjamin as a running mate last year, announced his departure after spending much of the day dodging questions about his arrest Tuesday morning. However, the Harlem politician's name will likely remain on the ballot for the primary as the deadline for withdrawing his candidacy passed in February. This is the first step, said State Democratic Party Chairman Jay Jacobs. As for getting Benjamin off the ballot, he said, we're taking a look at all the options. And one of Benjamin's closest allies, former longtime Harlem Congressman Charlie Rangel, declined to comment on his downfall. I can't help you on this one, he told the Post. Benjamin's indictment and resignation may offer Hochschild's Democratic opponents a new opening in their bid to unseat her in the state's June 28th primary. The contest the governor appeared to have largely sewn up after Attorney General Letitia James ended her campaign in December. She needs to stay 350 feet away from him and not go near him, said a top Democrat consultant shortly before Benjamin quit. Now, the resignation was Dakota to an extraordinary day of political drama, even by the standards of a state political capital seemingly inured to scandal that began early Tuesday morning when the news broke of Benjamin's arrest. Prosecutors outlined their case during an afternoon press conference in Lower Manhattan, which alleged that Benjamin used his power as a state senator to arrange a $50,000 grant for a nonprofit controlled by a real estate developer and trade for thousands of campaign contributions. The taxpayer money for campaign contributions, a quid pro quo, this for that, that's bribery, plain and simple, said U.S. Attorney Damien Williams, the top federal law enforcement official in Manhattan, describing that alleged scheme. Now, Benjamin's attorneys claim that prosecutors had misconstrued Benjamin's laudable actions with the indictment. Why There's gotta never be been laudable? a man. Why listen, it's, it, it's crazy. Oh, well, they said
2: be laudable and all that, but I am back and everything. I had somebody that was doing another show and they were a little lost in all of that, but we got them straight. At least I think, even though I've got their stuff on the other line, so I will actually be monitoring while they are hopefully doing what they need to do on their own. But my question for okay. you is this and all of that, which Thank is you. there is. All these shootings! What's going on? Y'all had a shooting in New York City. There was a manhunt underway after ten shots were fired in a mm-hmm. New York City subway early today. There was a road yeah. rage shooting in Texas. I believe there was a shooting in Sacramento. This has all been during the time that you've been gone and everything. So, yeah. are people now that they are unmasking? Or are they just if they bump their heads? Have they decided that because of these ghost guns and other things that they all want to grab a gun and they all want to go crazy? What the heck is going on? with our society we got people left and right that are grabbing guns and doing these shootings whether it's road rage or whether it's uh somebody just kind of like ticking off i don't know maybe they got their sneakers stepped on or something along those lines i'm trying to figure out what is going on in that sense
0: you know what i I think (laughs) and this is just my opinion your opinion more they the more they loosen the laws the more lawless people become that makes and sense. I, I say that because you know even in the crack era we didn't have people just walking up in places they're going in and churches and shooting people they're going on the subway with a whole bunch of explosives and you know fogging the place up people running they just picking people off and, and then they don't get you know, it's an act of terrorism. If you ask anybody that would look at that, people got hurt today, yeah. left their house and never thought that something like this would happen to them. And now they're resting up in hospitals, trying to get better for it. someone else's insensitivity. And they're looking for this person. So what are you going to charge them with? Because you know what? This is attempted Murder.
2: I would think that's going would be attempted murder. It's got to be attempted murder, but speaking of attempted murder, you know, we also got some Republican states that while you were gone also went crazy again because they started like putting together these crazy laws around when is an abortion or when is a baby, a baby and a person and all that. So now we've got these restrictive abortion laws. I hear that there was a 26 year old in Texas that has been accused of abortion and all of that. And now she's facing some very stiff times because Texas has these new restrictive laws. And the last I heard, and I need to do some more research on it. They weren't even saying whether it was her that was having the abortion or that she was trying to help a friend. But either way, Texas and its restrictive laws are going like, hey, we don't like this. We want to be in control of your body and all of that. Going back it's, to that. You your know body
0: thing. I don't I don't. Here's what I think. <laughs> Some people say at conception, life begins, right? But we don't celebrate birthdays on the date of conception. We celebrate No, because a lot of times we, they, a lot of times,
2: we, I mean, there's, well, there's a whole question as to at what time did it happen and what time did it go into the situation and all of that?
0: Yeah, but, you know, if you count and they say nine months is the gestation period, Right. So, I was born July 31st. My due date was August the fourth, right? Right. So, if you count nine months backwards, then my birthday should be from if you count from the due date backwards the nine months. That should be like December, December fourth, the year prior. The year
2: prior. Well, that's that. Wait a minute. You know. I was born in July. It so, was August, which is eight in I mean you were born. That's eight months.
0: Right. So I was born. I was I was supposed to be born at the first part of August.
2: Exactly. I was born
0: the last day of July. So if you count from the due date back nine months, my birthday should be celebrated as December fourth, the year before I was born. But
2: that's assuming that 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 particular egg met that particular sperm and they created and fused together on that particular day to make um, what became little Dean, which is now big Dean and all of that. But that's assuming that that, that they met at that time. But if you study biology, there are hundreds, if not thousands of them swimming around and everything. So we're not even sure at what point the targets. Hit
0: well, and all that. I, you, you can't be sure of that. One thing you can't be sure of is the date that you are introduced to the world. That so exactly. they don't know if you are alive or not until you are physically born and you enter this world. Exactly. I am the father of two deceased baby girls that were born September 4th, 1992. They were still born. So you know, no. Know, who knows how long and the mother of the child at that time, you know, she did go to her doctor's appointments. How many, I'm not sure, because some of them she was like, yeah, I went to the doctor and we weren't together for a long time afterwards anyway, you know, but yet and still, were they deceased then? And she carried them nine months? Who knows? So I, I look at it like, if a woman chooses not to be a mother, she has every right in the world to terminate her pregnancy. What they're doing is making it difficult now. So even if they were victims of incest, rape, sexual assault, then they cannot choose. I don't think they want to keep uh, a rapist baby. I'm, I'm not, not quite I, I, sure not, there would be not, no love for that child.
2: Not only that, you know. but I'm not sure they want to keep No Pedophiles Baby as no. well or some of the other things that are out there. And I not know for all. a fact that um, they definitely don't want, even though if you hear some of them, they don't mind it. But if you remember, I mean, you're of a certain age and can remember these stories of Tara. We were both, um, I mean, Roe versus Wade has been around for a number of years and everything. But we heard tales from our... Um, grandparents and some of the other older relatives of what the clothes hanger looked like and what the clothes hanger did in yeah. their bodies. Yeah. And I don't think we're trying to go back to that that kind of thing, because those were horrid situations. And uh, right. you talk about some people that are still feeling the pains and some of their bodies, if they're still living, never recovered at all. And I, I give mm-hmm. abortions are not, um, easy to do either, but I don't think we want people putting clothes hangers in their body. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think that's right. what we want.
0: But you know what? Everyone wants to control every single thing. And in the process, they're taking away the liberty that we were supposed to enjoy. But then I think back again when that was written, we were still considered property. And I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make it racial. I'm just saying, you know, black people. Yes, we would consider property. So now we're not. Not at uh, all. It, it's, it's been 54 years since the end of Jim Crow. But when we look at people as a whole, they're not discriminating against any race or color. They're discriminating against. Oh, you're gonna have this baby, whether you be white, black. Pacific Islander, Native American. You can't have an abortion. But how can a group of men tell a group of women what to do with their body? Like you said before, you don't want to say we own it. We don't own anything. In fact, that's from where we came. (laughs) All of us came from a woman. Nobody on this earth can say, I was just born. From where? You had to come from a female. At At that point, You were birthed into this world, but if your mother didn't want to have you, she should have every right to say, you know what, rather than be one of those parents who I don't really want to be a parent. So I push my kids off on everyone else and my aunts or my mother or some other family member raises my child and some grow up thinking that this is my older sister. And for yeah. years, they believed that that's their older sister, and, and they're in the house with mom, my mom, my sister, and myself. And then once they turn 18, 19, they're like, Sit down, and something we need to tell you. Your, your sister is your mother. I'm your grandmother. How does that mess up a person's psyche, you know, male or female? Now you've grown up all this time thinking that you have an older sister, but that's your mom. It's just crazy that's gotta hurt and in 2022 you know give them the freedom that they want that they need because if they choose not to be a parent yeah it's easy to say well then don't have sex which is a natural human function
2: i mean that's what i was just talking to a friend of mine that is a um erotic writer she's a mother and a grandmother and that's part of what she was talking about she was talking about like the fact that we know for a fact that there was even some characters within the religious books that were um definitely uh spending some time getting busy because they talk about it in the book how many kids they got so david and <laughs> Solomon and them had been doing uh, something
0: they were doing a whole lot of something you know a whole lot of something and you can't, you know, some people want to use and I posted it earlier. It's funny how, you know, in certain situations, people will quote the Bible. I'm going to say the Bible do, can, doesn't condone this or that, but then. Act like it's kryptonite every other time, you know, mm-hmm. you can't use it. You only want to use it when it's suitable for mm-hmm. you, you know, exactly. and, and it's stupid. And it doesn't make sense. And when you talk about Solomon, man, he was the third king of Israel, they said he had a harem that included 700 wives and 300 concubines. You know, and I was, that's a whole lot of people, man.
2: That's a thousand people that did, did, For did one not, man? For one man. Oh my God.
0: You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> and,
2: and, we were, and, and people were joking and clowning Wilt when he had like a, up to a hundred. So we talking about a man that you're yeah, like, 10 times that you know, amount.
0: Will, man, you ain't do nothing, bro. Solomon had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. So that's a man, thousand. That is-
2: that's a thousand compared to Wilt's 100. And I think Wilt was like over a, uh, a time frame of his NBA career in different cities and different places, from what I remember and everything. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. mild compared to a thousand because a thousand trumps a hundred every last time. Speaking of sports, I got to get to some sports news as well because apparently Brian Flores has disrupted how business is going in the NFL because now two more plaintiffs have joined Steve Wilkes, who was the Arizona Cardinals head coach for one season, and Ray Horton, an NFL assistant, who interviewed for the Tennessee Titans head coach position in 2016 so it does look like some folks are like hold on wait a minute we need some more representation up here in the nfl in this coaching front we don't mind being the star players and all of that but can you give us some love in the, the other categories as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: i want to see what the contract they sign look like yeah because you know yeah you're trying to crack into oh there's only one black head coach uh, mike tomlin you know and they say well it should be more okay it should be more black people in a whole bunch of places and spaces it should but be. what does that contract look like is that contract based on a win-loss percentage that if you didn't achieve it then they gotta release you you know or is it predicated on you just want them to hold on to you whether you're good mediocre okay or great you know so there's a lot of questions that's left in there emotional folks are just side with the racial thing but just because they're not enough doesn't mean that they're even people applying for it you know and that's some of the things like in some of these police departments here in new jersey a lot of people like to say well how many black people do you have on your staff mm-hmm. well, i got two you know, they, they'll answer it honestly. They're like, we, we have two. How many employees total? 43. So only two out of 43 are black. And it's like, well, now I got now another I got question. Another. You know, How uh, many actually applied for yeah. these positions? Um, did you advertise for these positions? And a lot of times in this younger generation, people don't want to go into law enforcement because to them there's no honor in that. Whereas our generation, we grew up, you know, hey, police fire, you know, medical field, things like that. Even when we were smaller, they don't see it the same way. And that's fine. But what are you and it's a two-sided question. What is the the the, what is the agency doing to attract minorities and are the minorities actually applying for it? Because then there could be some places you know, they could advertise all day long. And in some spaces, you won't get a single candidate that is minority. Or you get candidates who may not be law enforcement material. A lot of those who you see, you know, those are families that everybody in the family growing up from the great grandfather to the grandfather, to the father, to the son, and then their children, and it's passed on. That's like the family business. So, yeah, is it biased? Yes. Will it change? Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, you, know? you got a point there, and everything. You know, there's another thing that's going on in the world that I just found out about today, and everything. Well, one, a couple of things I just found out today. Uh, it looks like somebody was trying to impersonate police, and they—I don't know if they shot and killed her or just shot her—but they apparently shot it. somebody answering a door here in North Carolina at a Super 8. And the article says police, so I'm guessing that they knocked on the door and claimed that they were police, and then, then when they opened the door, this particular person was shot. So people are using doors as or police as a way to enter, and we do know that they're using police and as a way to, you know, get entry into things, even if they want to steal stuff, but that's separate from wow. what i wow. just found it was very interesting did you know that um you know we talked about Halley's Comet. we talked about every kind of other comet. of course people worried about climate change and of course the war in the ukraine but apparently there is a super comet coming our way so it turns out the mega comet is more than 80 miles wide and it is heading our way and this was reported earlier today and all of this wow. but it says wow. the, the monstrous bernadilla bernstein comet also known as c Twenty fourteen, UN two seventy one was discovered by a <laughs> University of Pennsylvania astronomers, and that's why it is named after them, the two people, Gary Bernstein and Pedro Bernadelli, and the pair called it the nearly spherical cow of comets in their paper about the discovery. But it wasn't long until the world has dubbed the mega comet for being an absolute unit of a space object. So. Apparently it fell out of the orbit and now it's being seen again. And they are saying that it is 80 miles wide. That's roughly 50 times larger than other comets and the largest ever observed. They're saying this is literally the tip of the iceberg for many thousands of comets that are too faint to see in the more distant part of the solar system. So we don't know how long it's going to take to get here, but if it ever gets here, that could be an interesting kind of thing to happen. Yeah. And all that But it says that, Right, The mega comet is on an interstellar road trip that'll bring it right through our solar system. Are you ready for this? This is not that distant in the future. I'll be Mm. pushing near 70, but they are saying that it is going to hit our solar system in 2031. Luckily for us, it's not expected to get any closer than a billion miles away from the sun, passing between Saturn and the Uranus's respective orbits. This won't be the first time it's made such a trip either. So apparently he's ducked us before, but, you know, I don't know if I trust something that big that is actually going to stay that far off course. But
0: hopefully
2: it, will, <laughs> and it won't be any kind of danger in nine years. But, you know, if you watch enough science fiction, you do know that sometimes crazier things have happened.
0: <laughs> yes, crazier things have indeed taken place. And you just, I guess, I don't know what to do with it, man. You just kind of hope for the best.
2: You hope know, for the best. What 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 are your thoughts? Are, are we ever gonna get well not us, but is uh Mr. Putin ever gonna get out of the Ukraine or is he just gonna wait and you know, I think he killed off a mayor or something like that. And is he just gonna wait till he can get to Zelensky or till Zelensky can get him? What's what's going on with this tit a tat? Is it ever going to end and you know do what? we as the rest of the world even need to care? <laughs>
0: it's still none of our business, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just not you know we just continue to focus on that and people still need help and everything else you know it's who knows how long he's gonna stay who knows i don't know it's a mission we don't know how long he's
2: gonna stay he might be there forever. he might be there for not long at all we really don't know right right it's crazy the world is crazy, the world just gets crazier and crazier. Wait a minute. Okay, I'm sorry. My state has gotten back into the news again. An unruly woman on an American flight to Charlotte was duct taped to her seat, and she was hit with the largest FAA fine. So a woman who was duct duct taped to her seat on an American Airlines flight to Charlotte in July, has been fined $81,950 by the Federal Aviation Administration, the administration's largest fine to date. The woman was fined from Dallas-Fort Worth to Charlotte in an overnight flight that landed in Charlotte on July 7th. According to the FAA, the woman threatened to hurt a flight attendant after falling into the aisle. The passenger then pushed the flight attendant Mm -hmm. aside and tried to open the cabin door. More info, Mm. CFO. CLT flight attendants described anxiety amid 2021's unruly passengers. And definitely, she got slapped with this fine. And of course, you know, it had to go on social media because a video posted to TikTok at that time has since been removed. Showed the woman in visible distress, restrained to her seat as passengers left the plane in Charlotte Airport. Can you imagine being on a plane where you saw somebody that was duct taped down?
0: You know what? I, I would be very curious uh <laughs> that's a i would be super curious as to why that person is 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 taped to the chair or whatever and then i may be uh cautious you know because i'll be like well wait a minute if they're taped to the seat something's not right here maybe i want to get off now because i don't know who else is crazy on this plane and i don't know how much duct tape they have <laughs> that you is know what I mean, like, how much duct tape Do <laughs>
2: <'Cause> they have <laughs> enough duct tape for everybody that is crazy on the plane? That is a very good and legitimate question. Is there enough duct tape and all that? I do have to ask you this, because you just came back from a cruise, you and your lovely wife and everything. Were there mm. any moments? Because like I said, I did one about three years ago where you were sitting there looking off to the side and wondering about some of your passengers and some of your uh cohorts, whether they were workers or whatever. And was there any moment of nervousness that you had where you were sitting there going like, I'm not too sure about that person to my left or my right. They might be slightly crazy and I am in the middle of the water and all that. Cause I'm gonna tell you the truth. When I was there, it wasn't so much the people. I enjoyed the new people that I met, including some uh, new acquaintances. I need to get in touch with a few of them. And all of that, including some musicians that I met. But that being said, I do remember walking around the edge of the boat. And, you know, you can literally look over to the side and you can see that great, beautiful ocean. And I did think to myself at one point, man, Mark, I hope that you don't slip because if you fall, you don't know how to swim. And that is a lot of water <laughs> out there and everything. So I'm not going to lie. I did have that thought of that I'd gone back into my cabins and had a relaxing time and had the good food and heard some good entertainment and had a good time the rest of the time. But I am not going to lie. I did look down there one time and was going like, Hmm, that's a lot of water. That can be
0: very dangerous if you vote. <laughs> you know what? I was so focused on relaxing and not having to, you know, even think about much that I, I wasn't really worried about. As long as no one got to the point where they were violent or belligerent, which most of the folks you're not. You pay that much money for a cruise, man. You're not gonna be able to act like an idiot. That is true. You know what I mean? You, you're gonna, you're gonna think about. What's going on and all of that stuff. You're not gonna be out there just losing it. So it was a good time. Have I looked out there and, and seen all that water? Sure have. You know, we had the um the balcony, so unfortunately it was cold most of the time on that water. So wasn't able to really sit long. We sat out there for a couple of hours, maybe, you know, while we were at sea and enjoyed the the sound of the ocean and just looking at all the beautiful, like, dark blue water out there. And and, then, you know, man, I look at all of that stuff, but I can't swim. You know, but I know how to get to those lifeboats, though. That's the first thing. That's why I also walk around that first day taking pictures because I know exactly how to get to the lifeboat. So this ship that's about nine or ten football fields long, and maybe two football fields wide. Hey, I know how to get to the lifeboats, follow me. That's the important part. Did
2: did y'all have that long? Because I think we had it even though we couldn't do it fully because the weather disturbed us. But did y'all have that long, uh, takes almost a day training with the lifeboats? Because you have to be in that long line and you have to practice with them and all of that. Because I remember Mm -hmm. on the cruise I went to, they gave us like this whole
0: practice session. Oh no 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 they didn't they didn't give us a practice session but in the Royal Caribbean app is this one tab that has all of the safety information so whereas cruises pre-covid you would meet at the muster station that's you know, what I'm explain, talking about they'll explain all of that stuff to you well now it's on the app so what you had to do was you had to go to the muster station they scan your CPAS card, basically check you in. Now, if you watch those videos or not, it's on you. you know, I watched them all because I'm like, they may have something in the app just to track whether you opened them, how long you were, were there for. You know, I said, let me watch all of them so that, that way, you know, even though they checked me in at the muster station and you have, you know, dedicated stations, it's on your CPAS or where you need to go in case you forget. You know, and they, they said it to us once they scanned our, our CPAS cards. They were like, shit, something happened. I'm, you...
2: I'm just glad they got rid of that, what uh, what you're talking about, because that's the one I Oh, did man, that,
0: that's long. And then you're like, why we got to go over here? Why I got to do this? Why I got to put on the daggone little thing? I don't want to put none of this stuff on. I'm praying for a safe trip, you know. Yes, so they, they, they've taken, um, which is a good thing, because even – on the ship, man, they probably had about thirty-three hundred of us as guests.
2: Uh, yes. So, and about ship, a hundred of us working. If you go, if you want to count the other brown yeah,
0: people, the the it was a whole bunch of us working. It's, you know yeah. what I mean? But the one thing that I noticed, even though we were on that cruise, what seven days, and I never saw anyone that worked for the cruise line be upset. Or, you know, how you every once in a while somebody just blow up and get this cursing and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. None of it. None of it happened on this cruise that I saw, you know, and they had people wiping down railings, wiping down walls, wiping down everything, man. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel bad. You know, I felt safer on the water than I did do going in the Walmart. And it sounds crazy, but, you know, you saw the people wiping everything down and spraying it down and wiping it. As soon as you leave, wiping it, cleaning it up. As soon as we left our our stateroom, went to get something to eat, decided to come back up to the room just to crash out for a few minutes, and our bed was made no, again.
2: No, they're gonna take care of you. Our neither. bathroom
0: was cleaned again you know and so
2: in that sense and the food was excellent and the one thing that got on my nerves and i told you this on one of our previous shows is i'm not a big fan of the overselling arts people because they just will and (laughs) the the overselling photographers because they will try to oversell you
0: every time you walk past like can we get your picture up like man i'm coming right back let me go change my clothes Uh, i had no intentions of going back you know what i mean they, they I guess they make the money off of either the number of pictures taken or commission or what
2: have you. But
0: now I got my camera phone up. you be all right, We'll find a spot that we'd like stand in front of it. Take a picture. You know what I mean?
2: We do not need your picture. Speaking of that, and you may have mentioned it during that time I was dealing with my other fire and everything. But what is it with New York? Every time I turn around, somebody getting in trouble. So the New York Lieutenant Governor ben, Brian Benjamin has resigned on yeah. the day in wake of his arrest and a federal yeah. corruption. Investigation, which is the one I, political crisis that, for Governor Kathy.
0: Yeah, that was the one I was reading when when you stepped off. <laughs> yeah. well, once, when you came back, that's exactly what I was reading, man. Remember, I, they said it was a laudable act, and this is they try to defend it and all this crap. How do
2: you defend that? The man just lost his mind. He doesn't lost his mind, and I guess it's just those politicians. I also heard that there was a politician in Virginia that uh said something racist, so they actually got rid of him. It sounded like it was a Republican uh lawmaker that said something stupid. So uh, uh, but, you I know it, the Republican lawmakers say something stupid and they keep him in office. But in this case they busted him for what he said. But it sounded like it was a Virginia racist remark. And that sounded like that was earlier today as well. But yeah they got on his case for saying something stupid. Mm-hmm. What, is with, yeah. what is it with what is it with people being stupid?
0: They can't help it. There's a Republican local
2: official in Virginia has resigned. I know there's another part of your area and everything, but he says he resigned after um, having made a um, raid on Facebook. You go right mm. around to raid on Facebook, of all things. They know everybody. And their brother looks at Facebook, but now he wants to have a racist raid on Facebook, and he got
0: busted for it. <laughs> Not looking good for the home team.
2: Uh, says that he was, according to, he was, he resigned, according to Governor Glenn Youngkin's office, after being accused of posting a racist tirade on Facebook. Youngkin and other officials called over the weekend for the resignation of David Dietrichs, a member of the Electoral Board in the city of Hampton. Wow. After a local television station reported Dietrich has been accused of using racist language, including a slur against black people and a call for a public lynching. Young, young Ken spokeswoman Macaulay Porter said Monday that Dietrich had agreed to resign. Other local officials also confirmed that he had stepped down. The Republican Party of Hampton drew attention to the issue in its own Facebook post Friday, saying it had become aware of a Facebook post from Dietrich in which he used abhorrent and unacceptable racist language.
0: Mm-hmm. Man. They're gonna learn sooner or later. And
2: apparently the group included a screenshot of the apparent post, which was dated February 17th of last year and appeared to have been removed or made private by Monday. The screenshot included language criticized in Lloyd Austin, the nation's first black secretary of defense and retired Army Lieutenant General Russell Hon- Honory, who was tapped by U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to review the Capitol's security after the January 6th insurrection. We are being forced into a corner by these enemies of the people. The post said, if it is a civil war they want, they will get it in spades. Perhaps the best way to pull us back from the brink is a good public lynching. Man, he actually wrote that. Not smart. Not
0: smart. Not, smart no, not smart at all. But when you do things that are uh, full of your emotion, you leave your thought. Out somewhere in the cold, not even there to help y'all. Unfortunately, there are still people who believe that same thing, yeah, and then they pass it on. One thing racists do very well is pass on hate,
2: pass it on to their family members, even though this year, I did a documentary, you know, I did a documentary, I think it was a couple of years ago, where somebody had actually been. Uh, their family was involved in the clan and everything, and they actually realized that that was stupid. So they are actually um, gone the opposite way. And they are actually very much pro people and all of that. And that's all a people. good thing.
0: That's a good thing, man. Good people are good people. Exactly. Regardless of, you know, they're bad seeds in every race. But when you come across good people, man, treat those people as well as they treat you or better than oh,
2: they you got to do that i just had them i just had an incident of good people earlier today as a matter of fact i should reveal to you even though the listeners can't see it because you're going to do it on the audio i'm going to show you an example of good people hold on okay. one second i'm going to give you an example of good people hold on a second while i get up and everything oh, okay and all of that but my next door neighbor made this lovely little creation creation and realized that they didn't want to get fat so they made this lovely creation and they said hey mark you can have this because I'm not gonna eat it. So they made a cake. Oh, awesome. that was my upstairs neighbor and all that. So they made a cake.
0: So <laughs> a What's that coconut?
2: Things.
0: Huh? Is a coconut carrot cake? Oh man, carrots. that's gonna be good.
2: Yep, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's gonna be good, and that's awesome, man. Because you know what? When you, when you, when people show you love, you know what I mean, because of who you are, and not because of something that you know they owe you or anything like that. Oh, that's okay, the so best like feeling in the world, man. Good.
2: You do good things for these people. They will give it back to you in space. Like I said, they, her and her uh, boyfriend are upstairs above me. And she gave me that cake today and I've cat sat for them two times. And I probably catch that this weekend cause it's Easter. So they'll be mm. out of town, but yes, they were like, Hey, I, you know, because apparently, you know, they're you know, that young set, the 20 somethings. And okay. the late teens, early twenties. And she was like, he keeps complaining. that Every time I cook, I'm making him fat. I'm like, yeah. hey, I ain't got that problem because I've not I've already got some weight on me, and we're also not in the relationship <laughs> in that sense. So I don't mind getting the cake.
0: <laughs> you can you tell him, stop eating. If that's how <laughs> you feel, you know what I mean? Stop eating. Somebody else will be happy for the plate which you turn down, you know what exactly. I mean exactly and, and And speaking of this weekend, man, I wanna just give a shout out to my first best friend, still my role model. My father, Sergeant First Class retired John W. Piercy Jr., who will celebrate 84 years on this earth on Saturday. So, you know, happy birthday, pops! And uh, we'll talk. <laughs> you know, he—he's—I'm gonna have to get my brothers to play this for him, so I'll be like, look, fast forward to this point right here, so he can hear it. You know what I mean? Because at 84, you kind of like relax and you might watch a little TV and take him a few naps. And I'm like,
2: is relaxing at 84, I don't know about this because my dad is still doing great with his artwork. He was celebrating okay. his birthday in June because he is June uh 20th, mom is May 26th. They're both at Gemini's and all of that, but he was celebrating his in June and all along those lines. But he actually has an art show currently up, I believe it's in Greensboro. Did a um, lecture, and I think he's doing a Zoom lecture either tomorrow or Thursday. So mm-hmm. still very active in his artwork and
0: all of that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, man. So we're going to start wrapping this up right here. Oh, yeah. Then a little, just a little drop in to let y'all know we're still here, man. We're, we're on the Anchor platform now. So if you're listening, just go ahead and go to anchor.fm backslash squared 807. And that's where you find us as we start to get into the warmer months. I start reaching out to some of the couple of folks I know to try to get some guests back on here. You know, it's been a while since we've had a guest, but in the in the good old pandemic and now people are starting to go back to work. And we're doing so many people are doing so many different things, you know, and and like this weekend, it was real busy for me, Um, my. Uh, Shrine Temple, Khufu Temple number 120, Oasis of Trenton, Desert of New Jersey. Um, we had a cabaret on Friday. Okay. Then Saturday, my Masonic Lodge, Woodland Lodge number 30, Prince Hall affiliated, free and Accepted Masons of Bordentown, New Jersey. We had an Easter egg hunt for, uh, you know, for the for the young folks, the little ones. You
2: gotta have
0: those Easter egg
2: hunts. You know, they love to. Yeah. People love to get those uh colored eggs and go each hunt um, mm-hmm. journeys and have all of those trips and everything of course they're all waiting for the big bunny to come by and give them good food and everything else so yes easter is here and that means easter flowers easter yeah. bunnies the whole nine yards you can go by the stores i'm sure they got the whole easter displays up and all of that because we are still a corporate uh, society and of course easter is one of those big holidays for putting up those Easter decorations, just like we did Valentine's back in February. And then after that, it'll be time to honor the parents because may will be mother's day and the course graduation for, um, the high school, uh, well, actually may is the college. I mean, the, uh, college kids it's june that is more of the grade schools and all of that but then june will also be father's day so we got mother's day father's day and a series of graduations like i said may be mostly for the college kids and june will be mostly for those that are more grade school oriented and all of that but definitely those are all coming up in the very near future you know there's another thing coming up as well I was hoping they'd have a higher seed. They do have a tough match against Toronto, but it's time for the NBA championships and the playoffs. And no, the Lakers did not make it and all of that. So I know there are some <laughs> Lakers fans that are sitting there going like, we always make it, not this year, no Lakers this year. Mm-hmm. And they've already fired their coach. And LeBron is saying that you know upper management will do whatever management will do. He sounds like he's – claiming that he's not going to have that much hand i don't know that i believe that i think that he's probably going to be whispering in their ears as to what he wants or does not want and all of that but that's what he's claiming my uh baseball team well the brewers act i mean the durham bulls actually are playing right now because their opening game for the minor league was today it's their first game is today so toby's actually over there and uh, i'm not sure what he's doing game to end tomorrow or not because i can't remember if it's a two game stand or a one game stand or what in that sense or whether it's evening or afternoon, but that's going on. And unfortunately my Milwaukee Brewers have started off the season horrible. But usually they start off good and then finish horrible. So maybe they'll reverse the course and they'll start off bad and then finish good. Cause I think they're like one and three, maybe one and four. So not the start that they were expected since a lot of predictors were and are still predicting them to be in the first place when all is said and done or no less than a wild card position. But they did not start off good, lost the series uh, one game to two to the Cubs, and I think that they were down old one with Baltimore. They might even be – I don't know whether they had another game today or not. But either way, it's not off to a winning record, because even if they won, it would still be a losing record. So they've got to bounce back for their longtime fan, namely me.
0: Huh. Well, you know what? I-, I meant to say, too, on Sunday, this past Sunday – my chapter in Omega, the Gamma, new new chapter of the Omega Phi Fraternity Incorporated, Joint Base McGuire Dix, Lakehurst, New Jersey. Initiated two new brothers into our illustrious fraternity. So it was a busy weekend. Um for the rest of this week. I have maybe one other thing to do other than on Saturday at about 730 PM. The USFL begins this season. Yep, Uh, the New Jersey Generals will be playing the Birmingham Stallions uh, at Protective Stadium in Birmingham, Alabama. That's gonna be on NBC, so I'll be watching that because football is somewhat back. Football is somewhat back, and
2: and a sport that I am not a big fan of, at least I wasn't historically, but we do have a team here in the Carolinas and they will be doing in the playoffs. So I will be trying to follow to see what the Hurricanes do because they are seen as a contender for the Stanley Cup. So we're gonna see mm. if they can make some noise as well since that is also going on also. So like I said, they've won one um in their illustrious career here and all of that. And who knows, maybe this is the year they surprise everybody and win a second one and all of that. But definitely they've had some very strong teams and it looks like this is one of their strongest teams ever. So got to okay. hope that those injuries don't play out and that they can actually make some noise. And like I said, I think that as that memory, says me correctly. They won one Stanley cup and that was many years ago, but who knows maybe 2022 is the year for the second one here in this area and all of that.
0: Maybe so it, it remains to be seen, but Hey man, until next time uh, we'll, We'll put it on pause and then we'll get back to the calls the next time you hear us. Be sure to subscribe and like and listen. And we appreciate you.
1: It's Straight Talk with Dean and Mark, now on the Anchor platform. Be sure to catch the replays on the Skyhawk Radio Network. If you miss those, we have replays on Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Podfollow, Deezer, Geosavin, and right here on Anchor. We are also part of the Level Podcast Network, where you can catch other exciting shows such as The Black Girl's Guide to Surviving Menopause, The Chef Gang Radio Show, Funk from the Front Seat, Funk Music with Zach, Learning Unwrapped, Let's K-12 Better, Marketing with Russ aka hashtag Russ Selfie, Mona Shake and The Minority Report, Mullings, Music and Memories with Mark Lee, The Online Dinner Party with Mark Lee, The Plant a Good Seed Podcast, the Reinvention Road Trip, She's On Call, The Just Podcast, The Mark Lee Show, The Spin It Social Hour, Virginia Interfaith Live, On the Couch with Dr. Diamond, Candid Conversations with Dr. Diamond, and of course, Straight Talk with Dean and Mark.
2: Like Dean Geronimo always says, when you walk outside your front door, it's showtime and the world is your state. Just make sure that people are not watching the rehearsal. On behalf of the 6th man Dean Geronimo and Mark Lee, have an outstanding week and be sure to catch us on the next show.